All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of a uh, hundred books a year with Kevin. Um, let's spend one last day on uh, emotional first day. Let's talk about rumination. Uh, rumination today. Um, so rumination, by definition, um, a something that causes us to not move on right after something rough have happened. Now instead of Attaining an emotional release, right? We get caught in a vicious cycle of rumination, and we relay the same distressing scenes, memories, feelings over and over and over again. So, an analogy of that would be like we become a hamster's trap in the wheel of pain, uh, running endlessly but going nowhere, and. The danger of rumination <clears throat> without treating it sooner is that it it not only depends whether emotional distress that we already feel about the event right, and it not only affect us in that regard, but it tend to have a wide range of threats to our psychological and physical health, right? So um, the potential wounds are uh, rumination and sadness um, are kind of like the best parent. Right, the the uh, best friend forever. So when people ruminate or linger around like negative feelings, then they usually they're usually pretty sad, right? So rumination is really difficult to treat, and then it's really really self enforcing, right? Um, and it tend to kind of like the more we linger on, the more upset we get, and then the stronger the urge to ruminate <laughs> becomes as well. So it's like a Downward spiral, if you will.、Um, the second emotional woods is that there's an anger inflation happening as well. The third one is that there is a cognitive leakage in this realm as well, where rumination involves such an intense feeling that it come really, really like occupying a lot of mental energies to it as well. So when we're in that. Zone is hard for us to,、um, quote unquote, have other bandwidth for 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 mental processing. Right, so we might more likely to escape to alcoholism or smoking or other questionable behavior to cope and to you know like make us feel better.、Uh, the fourth one is 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 our loved ones pays for the rumination as well, because. They have to be there for you, right? They have to support you, and then you are a little better, and then you went right back to the beginning, <laughs> right? So people pays a price every single time that you go back to the beginning,、uh, reminiscing, right? So those four are the psychological wounds that we talk about. I feel like this is something that has been overlooked a little bit, and、um, how to treat them, right? How to treat these items.、Um, It's really, really hard, like we mentioned before.、Uh, there's a couple of different ways that we can do this, right? So the,、uh, one of the angle is we need to change your perspective. So what that means is, is our natural tendency when analyzing painful experiences is to do so with self-immersed perspective, right? So what that means is, and. Like analyzing our feeling in such a way that we allow our memories to unfold in a narrative form, and in a lot of studies, subjects who are asked to analyze painful experiences this way, they experience less emotional pain, 
and then they're using more of a self-immersive perspective as well. So here's what we mean, right? Um, if we analyze the situation ourselves, we're kind of playing referee to ourselves, right? So it kind of like not being stuck in the narrative, kind of taking like a sur perspective kind of a approach to this. Another angle of this is to distract yourself. I know it sounds like not a great idea, but if we can distract ourselves when we are going through cycles and cycles of reminiscence, it probably will pay off. Because in a sense, if you cannot suppress it, then the next best thing we can do is to distract ourselves from it. And dozens of studies have shown that once we distract ourselves from engaging in tasks that we find absorbing, demanding, and concentration, it actually works to put a stop to the reminiscing. An example would be maybe playing a video game, right? Maybe puzzles. Uh, <clears throat> or some outdoor environments, <clears throat> basketball, football, right? Those sports. And they tend to, in a way, restore our quality of thinking and problem-solving abilities as well, right? So that's another angle is to, to distract ourselves. Uh, the last one is to reframe the anger. So here's what we mean by that, right? So the common practice is, hey, we have this anger, we are going cycles and cycles where we are like reminiscing. Uh, we probably want to hit something, right? Well, we want to hit a pillow, we want to go into a room. I, re I remember seeing like in the news, there, there's, there's actually room that you can pay to get into where everything is, you know, smashable, right? Uh, as long as you're, you are like protecting yourself, like glasses and whatnot. So most people think this is going to be effective in terms of letting off the steam. But actually, it doesn't work. It's really interesting. Some studies have shown that if people are hitting the bag, right, you know, smashing the silverware, uh, letting go, like, you know, like kind of like have like a anger physical response after triggering by the, the uh, reminiscent, it actually reinforces our aggressive urges. It doesn't let it, like it, it, like it, it doesn't suppress it. It actually reinforces it. So, Another way that we can do this is try to find a positive intention and identify opportunities and embrace the learning moment and most importantly view the offending person as needing a spiritual help. <laughs> this is actually very, very uh, interesting. So you kind of put yourself in a kind of a meditative state where uh, you can use prayer to alleviate uh, anger, to regulate your emotions and all that fun stuff. So these three, four, is actually very, very interesting techniques to stop rem uh, reminiscing. And the reason I want to put it to the last one that we'll talk about, because I feel like most people don't give this uh, way of um, psychological wound enough thoughts, right? We tend to think that it's normal for us to, to like, reminisce once or twice, but we might fall into a position where we do more than once and twice, and we just kind of get out of the loop, right? Again, when you should see a professional, same thing as we talked about beef before, right? If you just cannot get out of it, if the pain is too much, you try everything, go talk to a professional, right? There's really not much else to it. Okay, well, uh, we finished the series and tomorrow we're going to start a new book. Uh, it's, uh, it's probably one of my favorite book of the year. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm still reading it or listening to it right now. 
I'm, I've been taking some good notes and then we're going to share it with you guys tomorrow. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Share with your friends and then I'm going to go from there. Alrighty. Bye.